Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Tasty Tidbits Podcast. Get ready to receive rich, well-seasoned, and tasteful tidbits to transform your life. Each week, Dr. Tiffany comes to you with inspirational encouragement and thought-provoking interviews to help you revolutionize your walk with God. Are you hungry for more of His presence? Then get ready. And now, your host, pastor, author, and motivational speaker, Dr. Tiffany Watkins. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Tasty Tidbits. I am your host, Dr. Tiffany Watkins, and I'm so excited to have you here again today on another exciting episode. And I'm excited to have a special guest with us today, and her name is Bianca Hughes. And so I want to give you a little bit more information about Bianca. Bianca is known for her authenticity and hard work services. Bianca is the ultimate trailblazer in mental health and wellness field as a therapist, a coach, a speaker and a podcast host. Uh, She inspires her audience to let go of the illusion of perfectionism. And again, I am just like so excited to hear (laughs) what she has to say on that. But Bianca also helps women who are overwhelmed with perfectionism connect to their inner selves to essentially embrace their imperfections and authentically be themselves. Her podcast, and I love this title, it says, It Didn't Break Me. (laughs) I'm I'm excited about that. Creates a space for honest and vulnerable conversations. Her guests share their stories on the messy stuff they didn't think they'd come back from, yet they are still here. Wow. Thank you so much for being a part of the show, Bianca. How are you today? Thank you, Dr. Tiffany. It is I am having a great day and I'm very (laughs) grateful to be here. All those things. Wow. (laughs) It's always interesting to hear when you hear yourself being repeated back Mm -hmm. to you, even though I know what it says. It's just like, wow. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Yes. I know. (laughs) Will you tell us a little bit more? So I know I've given a lot of the professional part of you, but Mm -hmm. just tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So first and foremost, I'm going to go off with my accent because people are like, (laughs) where is she from? So I was born and raised in London um, to Caribbean parents. So my mom is from Jamaica. My dad's from Antigua. So but I have lived in Atlanta for the past 16 years. So I always tell people that culturally, I first really identify with the Caribbean culture then um the English and then with a sprinkle of American. So the <laughs> <laughs> so people can I'm I'm very cultural, I'm multicultural, truly multicultural. <laughs> um and so that is just a bit about kind of and I think those things are important to know. Um just so you can get a grasp of okay this is where she's coming from and this is why she's like this um and then other things i'm just very passionate about the things that i i do in life i'm passionate about myself i i'm in this position of my life where i'm i'm truly appreciating and seeing who i am um so i'm definitely friendly i'm an aunt to i don't know how many i have one on the way <laughs> i think it's like six nieces one oh, nephew wow. and one nephew on the way i do not have any kids myself so 
I have a a, a lot of um nieces and 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 one nephew. Um <laughs> and yeah, so I have a very uh multicultural immigrant lifestyle. Even though I'm a citizen of America, I still identify with what it is to be an immigrant. Um I definitely um a believer. Um definitely yeah. um believer in the sense that I'm a beloved door of God. Mm -hmm. Um and that that you know my most important thing is the relationship mm -hmm. that I have with God Jesus mm -hmm. and the Holy yes. Spirit yeah and not so much about what I do mm -hmm. um but but that relationship and and because that can get caught that our perfectionism can show oh, up yes. In, yes in that too <laughs> um and yeah I love talking and I love sharing um my thing here is that Whatever I have that I know, I'm going to share because one, I know that it's good to know we're not alone. And two, I want people to be all they're called to be. So mm -hmm. that's just me. Yeah. In a nutshell. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is good. You know, I was thinking about what you said. You know, you don't have any children of your own. I don't have any children of my own, but I have nieces and nephews. So technically, we do have children. If yours is like mine, they, you know, <laughs> they're going to come to you. Could you get me this? Could you buy me this? You know? <laughs> and so I have a niece that she's just, you know, she's just in everything of mine. And, um, but I love them to life. I tell you, I really love them. And I thank God mm. for putting them in my life um, because they're the sweetest things. And I know yours is as well. Yeah, they are. They are. <laughs> so thank you so much for being on today. And listeners today, we're going to talk about, like I told you earlier, we're going to talk about the uh, perfectionism. And this is something that I believe that a lot of people uh, suffer with and um, experience or deal with. And so I want Bianca, before we get started, just to give us, to give the listeners a little bit of explanation of what perfectionism actually is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my personal definition is a consistent and exhausting cycle of trying to be enough. And it's really more about how we, what we believe, because what we believe then turns into what we think and then how we operate in life. And it's that belief in that I don't feel like I'm enough. I don't feel like I'm doing enough. I don't feel like I'm enough as a person. So it's a lot about enoughness. Um, yes, we're trying to get um, to this point of perfection, but that's what it kind of relates to is that I just don't feel like I'm enough. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, I may go off a little bit, but that's know, okay. What, what do you, what are some reasons why you think that um, those that struggle with that experience, the feeling mm -hmm. of I'm not enough? Yeah. So, um, as a typical therapist, I'm going to go back to childhood. No, um, <laughs> but it really is. It is part of our experience. So now the first thing is, is, is humans. Um, our innate desire is to belong and mm -hmm. to be connected. That's how we're wired. That's how God created us to be in relationship. And so when anything impacts that, um, you know, we get, begin to feel like 
a sense of worth that maybe someone said something to you was in relationship with or your mm -hmm. parents said this you're just not doing enough or you're not getting a's what not so much you're not a's like where is the a right so mm -hmm. so it's going back to this person who we look up to and we want to be connected to and and it could be something really simple they said once or something they was doing consistently whether it's a caregiver whether it's a a teacher or you know, if you're compared to your sibling and when that happens, you begin to think what, what's not good enough about me. Mm -hmm. And I don't like this feeling and, and you're feeling rejected and disconnected. And so I don't like this. So I'm going to do anything I can. So I don't feel this. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it gets rooted in that. And then it's also the images we see, the images on TV. And then we compare our insides, <laughs> which is not fair, to people's outsides, to things that are not real. It's just the constant barrage of images as a child that you're seeing on TV and magazines or words that you're hearing and you're, and you're making all these things up. So it, it, it does go back to to some of that childhood stuff and, and, and experiences, um, you know, and I, and I tell people for me, I, I feel like even though perfectionism is not an official DSM disorder, mm -hmm. um, I do feel like it's a response to, 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 um, trauma. Mm -hmm. I believe that. And while you were talking, I was just, uh, you know, when you said childhood, I was thinking about an experience that I had experienced in childhood. And one of the caregivers at the time um, that was helping my mother at the time um, was very, they were in the military. And so um, we had to have everything like spick and span clean. And if it mm -hmm. was not clean, it, you know, to the T, they would destroy the whole room, every area, everything. Mm -hmm. And we would have to go back and redo everything over until we got it right. And so I, I really truly believe that that was part of the way that that spirit of perfect perfectionism was kind of invested in me at a time was because I always felt like I had to just keep doing things, keep doing it, keep doing it until I get mm -hmm. it right. Not mm -hmm. realizing that you're not going to be perfect, you know, mm -hmm. and I, you know, even with the listeners I shared with them, you know, for a long time, you know, I just struggled with doing the podcast because I wanted to do everything right. I wanted to make <laughs> sure I dotted every I and crossed every T. Yep. You didn't want to mess anything up. And, um, and I had a, a coach to say one time, he said, you know, you got the embrace, like we're going to talk about a little bit, you embrace your imperfections because that's how others can relate to you in a way. And mm -hmm. it shows that you're not perfect. It shows that mm -hmm. you are human. And a lot of times it depends on also where we've been raised and how we've been raised. Mm -hmm. And I know we're going to get into that. Uh, and just even in church and different things like that. And, you know, we'll get into that a little bit more, but it just depends on your background, your cultural background and how you were raised that could affect that perfectionism as well. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So what are some of the signs that a person is a perfectionist? Yeah. <laughs> so um, a couple of things. And I just want to say this, this is not a bad thing, um, <laughs> but I'm going to say something. I okay. know you use the word perfectionist. Mm -hmm. I don't personally use it and I'm mm -hmm. not, there are so many people who do great work that I know that use that term, but I'm going to say why I don't. Okay. Um, I don't because it's a label mm -hmm. and we are so much more 
than a label. And mm-hmm. that word is hard for some people. Some people revel in it. Yeah, I'm a perfectionist. And some people are like, <laughs> <Right>. but <laughs> I'm not trying to do that. I'm really, really not. And so I use the term perfectionism um, because it is a way of thinking and believing more so than who you are. And it happens on a spectrum and it doesn't happen in every area of your life. So just mm-hmm. um a different viewpoint for some people that might be helpful. Um, so it looks like black and white thinking. So it's either or, all or nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like unrealistic expectations. I have to do everything, note that everything, all the time. <laughs> I have to do everything perfectly all the time. Um that's the unrealistic I'm the only one that can do it this way no one else can help me I am the only one that knows how to do that right Mm -hmm. so that's this unrealistic expectations often unrealistic expectations come with when you say the words all never I must I have to all the time everything right Mm -hmm. so that that kind of helps us understand that oh maybe there's a bit of perfectionism here um the other one is critical talk really being harsh and harsh on yourself I'm such a loser why can't I just get it right um you know those kind of expectations that you that that harsh self-talk that you have within yourself um the other one is control trying Mm -hmm. to control situations Mm -hmm. um trying to control other people and just to say that control is really about us trying to be safe Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that people might not realize and then the other one is um anxiety depression um those are the other things that that could be a sign um that you know could be a sign or a reason that we're also Mm -hmm. dealing with um perfectionism um low self-worth shame feelings of shame and another one is there's so many and another one is people pleasing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we want everybody you know to like you if you don't do it right you want to try to get to you know um to understand and it's good to under try to get to some understanding from people at some times but after a while you have to accept who you are for yourself and Mm -hmm. um, and go forward and be comfortable um yeah who you are because no one is ever going to agree with you <laughs> no no <laughs> that that unrealistic expectation so yes, yeah yes yeah, yes yeah. yes so you know when someone struggles with perfectionism uh, how can they let go of that illusion of the perfectionism yeah I think anything it's so funny I always say awareness it's so funny I was listening to this podcast the other day and they was like everything starts with awareness and I'm like yes that's so true yes (laughs) (laughs) um and it starts with awareness awareness of perhaps your patterns right Mm -hmm. awareness of oh I'm increasing my anxiety oh I seem to be talking to myself really harsh lately or other signs may be oh I'm I keep picking up my phone and I can't put my phone down or I I'm constantly trying to finish things and I'm having a hard time finishing that kind of procrastination I noticed that I'm drinking a bit more wine to calm me down lately so though that's That's that awareness piece that something is not right. Um, And I think in that awareness piece, 
you've got to make the decision which is really hard if you challenge with perfectionism. And so sometimes it might just start with doing your research about these symptoms on the internet or maybe on Instagram or or maybe on listening to podcasts because often if you're struggling with perfectionism, you're not going to want to tell anyone you're struggling. You're, mm-hmm. you're struggling. First mm-hmm. of all, you're just not because mm-hmm. that would mean you're then imperfect and that could mean you could then be rejected mm-hmm. so in, in you know I say I say things like google it google I'm struggling with depression or having a hard time getting things done let's see what pops up um and so it starts with that awareness piece right mm-hmm. um then it starts with a decision it decides with a decision to be intentional about making some changes and it starts with one thing Uh, I know people with perfectionism, they want to do it all at once, (laughs) get it all fixed. Um, And and you're not a person to be fixed. There's nothing like innately wrong with you. This is something you are struggling with. So it's picking that first thing. So it's like, okay, maybe I'm picking up my phone more. What am I going to do? Am I going to start journaling to start you know, asking myself, what's going on with me that I'm picking up my phone more and just start, maybe feelings come up, maybe you get answers, or maybe you're just writing um, free form to, to, to let it go. Mm-hmm. So in, in that sense, you know, or it's maybe you talk harshly to yourself. So maybe you're like, okay, well, what are the kind of words I can say? Sometimes that's hard. So um, it might be, how would you talk to a best friend? Or how would you talk to your child if you're a parent or or a niece or a nephew? Like whatever the case may be. Um, and so you're beginning to, to pick up that goal, right? Pick up those things. And then the other thing is acceptance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> which yes. is hard yes. right yes it's it's acceptance that it's it, perfection doesn't exist and it's okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's good that is so good you brought up something about and, and I think the listeners this would help and as far as procrastination how does procrastination mm-hmm. work with uh, perfectionism Oh, well, perfectionism, I mean, sorry, procrastination is, 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 can be a sign of perfectionism. Mm-hmm. And most people don't realize that. And the reason why is because you don't get started because you want to get it right the first time. <laughs> I just said that listeners, even with this podcast, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. You, I was just thinking that when you said that, I was like, oh yeah, that sounds a lot like that. Um, so you want to get started and you don't want to um, have to go back because ultimately, you know, it's this fear of failing because you put on it that if I fail, I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right? right. And I don't want that feeling of not being good enough. I don't want that feeling of, or maybe people reject me or talk about me and I don't want to feel that. So I'm just not to get um, not started so it's a form of avoidance right you're avoiding that pain um in in a sense Mm -hmm. so that's how perfectionism sorry procrastination you know why it's a big part of the perfectionism Mm-hmm. And I'm taking notes because as you were talking, <laughs> different things was coming to my mind, you know, and I had to talk to God about this. And I said, God, you know, um, you know, why at this point, and he's been really, he's really healed me in a lot of this, these areas. 
And I said, you know, Lord, why um, is it to the point that, you know, I feel like I just have to get everything right. Well, one, he showed me about my childhood. It went back to that. Um, and then it also brings you to the, again, your upbringing uh, because um, in the church, at a, a certain church that we went through at a certain time, um, you didn't get it right. You were going to hell. You didn't get it right. You know, mm. you, know you have to be perfect. You had to be perfect. You had to do, be, you know, you have to live by the Bible. Mm -hmm. You have to, and we do have to follow the commandments of God and what he, you mm -hmm. know, but not to the point where if you fail, you feel depressed. And if you fail, it's to the mm -hmm. point that you're getting condemned. You yes. know, um, there's a difference, difference between conviction and condemnation. Yes. And yes. so condemnation, it carries you down. And I've been there before where you just, I mean, it's like you just down. And I know a lot of listeners have been there and it feels like you blame yourself. Like you should be better than this. You know, you know what the mm -hmm. word says, you know this. And, you know, and so you stay down and then you never try to do anything again. And so God had to tell me, this is what he told me. He said, part of it is you're going to have to trust me and you're going to have to let go and let me have my way. He says, because... And it, to an extent, that is a form of pride, thinking you can do everything when you're not able to do everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so when I was able to embrace that and be okay, Bianca, like you said earlier, be okay with embracing our imperfections and it's okay to be who we are. And, you know, we go through processes and we learn. And mm -hmm. so through that, you begin to understand that you're not going to be perfect, but just live the best way that you can live and allow God to help you along that process. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I think you said such a key word. A couple <laughs> of things you said is, um, because I was talking to a friend about this, is there is this difference between conviction and condemnation. Mm -hmm. And and unfortunately, I do think sometimes there's a lot more condemnation. I, I This is my personal experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, you can take it how you want. But I, I feel like... <laughs> I condone myself enough and I beat myself enough, uh, enough mm -hmm. sometimes. Mm -hmm. I don't really want to go to church and hear it too. Right. Exactly. Exactly. I, 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 it's hard to hear. And, and I think it doesn't come from a, from that place. Um, I don't, I don't think that's the intent mm -hmm. um, because, you know, they know what it's like to have a life with God and all these things in, in, in some instances, but it's like, okay, it's a lot easier for, for, people to do this if they understand the power and how much god loves them mm -hmm. versus telling them to just go and pray that's and right that, that they're not doing enough as a christian and we need to be so much better mm -hmm. um and so that is i think sometimes similar to that message of you're going to go to hell mm -hmm. um if if you do it right and and it's almost as like oh well god is only black and white and 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 god is grace right and um right. and and so that doesn't make sense Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but who God is and the God's character it, it's grace and, and Jesus always demonstrates that mm -hmm. you know while you were talking I was thinking about the woman that was caught in the act of adultery you know she, yes <laughs> you know they were ready to stone her they were just ready to get rid of her um, but Jesus himself said, he who's without sin, let him cast the first stone. Yes. And I think it's so important that we realize that all of us have sinned and come short of the glory of God, you know, but at the same time, um, it was so good. Something you said, you know, I'm, I'm already condemning myself, you know, myself so much, you know, now. So why do I need to go to church and hear it? One of the things that the Lord has shared with me, he said, I want to use your lips to be able to be an encourager. 
um, and a motivator. And um, not that I don't, um, you know, give wisdom and knowledge on how to do things better, but there's a way you can say everything. There's a way to correct in an encouraging way. Um, that's why we have to ask God to fill our mouth with the words so that we're able um, to be wise as serpents and harmless as a dove so that we'll know how to be able to help others. And I just chose to encourage because the more you encourage um, the more individuals are willing to press or the more the individuals are willing to go forward. And I've seen that many times again, you can get more out of, even with my nieces and nephews, you can get more out of encouragement than mm -hmm. you can out of why didn't you do this? You know, yes. you know, yes. you shouldn't have done that. Or, you know, I'm yes. getting tired of you doing this, you know, yes. you know, I, I substitute sometimes in class at, with some students mm -hmm. and one little boy, when I got in there, he was like, well, you're going to have problems out of me because I'm the bad, you know, I'm the bad little boy. I'm, you know, I'm always bad. And the first thing I said, don't say that about yourself. I said, you're mm -hmm. not bad. I said, you're good. I said, you can mm -hmm. do great, you know, and mm -hmm. I said, and today while I'm substituting, you're not bad for me. You're going to be good. And he just kind of looked at me, you know, and I said, and you're going to be good. After that, he kind of smiled. Um, and the whole class I didn't have to call him down, but maybe one time, well, this student is usually getting in trouble all the time, but I just had to call him down one time. And the one time I did, he said, see, I told you you were bad. I said, no, you're not bad. You just needed a little more attention. And he looked and just kind of smiled. And the students even noticed his behavior change. And so I think it's important to understand that we don't speak to what we see, but Ooh. we speak to potential. You know, yes. <laughs> don't yes. speak to what we see is obvious. It yes. takes more courage to speak to the potential in a person. Then that person, guess what? They reach up yes. to potential because you see it in them. We all yes. want people to see the good in us, like you talked about earlier. But being yes. able to speak to that, mm -hmm. um, you know, the scripture says our words, they're spirit and they're alive. So when you speak mm -hmm. something, you give spirit to it and you give mm -hmm. life to it. So yes. why not give life to potential versus life to something that is negative about an individual? And so when I saw that happen in class, I always decided, you know, it's better to speak the blessings of God. It's better to encourage who we are um, in a positive light than looking at the negative. Because if mm -hmm. we do that, we can all find negativity in all of ourselves. But yes. it takes a more of a challenge to encourage, to be able to see the good in other people. And so beyond, yes. I, after I had saw that, I was just like, you know what, um, that just helped me when I um, go and, you know, minister to anybody or just teaching or whatever it is, mm -hmm. because you can get more production. You know, I mm -hmm. was reading something with employees. They even tell you that when, you, when you're a manager and you're working with your employees, don't so much hound on what they're not getting done, yes. as well, but start encouraging what they are getting done and giving them encouragement. Yeah in order to get to where they need to be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think that's powerful what you mm -hmm. did. So powerful and so needed. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now you mentioned um, somewhere that I saw when I read, you mentioned that in order to embrace uh, a person's imperfections and authentically be themselves, they need to connect with the inner selves. How yes. can you do that? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Um. <laughs> how well let me say this first before okay. I tell you the how because that is the first thing that clients is like okay so how can we move past this and I'm like <laughs> this is my response it's a process and they're mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. okay 
Um, so I, I just want to say that for the listener that it it it's a process. Um, and and that process is very much up and down. Um, you know, when you're thinking about the the machine with the heart machine where it goes up and down, that's literally the process. And the reason that is is because life is like that heart machine. Mm-hmm. That that thing is going up and down. Then you know, it's not just you're only flatlining when you're dead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's it <laughs> right right flat line yeah. happens when you're dead uh-huh. so it's up and down because you're moving and that's life so I first want to say that um so a couple of things um is we don't if you have not experienced life like you talked about being taught into you and encouragement and you're only told what you're not good at and you're not what you're not doing you have to begin to take a step back and do the opposite for yourself. You mm-hmm. cannot wait for anyone yes, to do it. that mm-hmm. because it's always going to be from their perspective and their experience, right? Mm-hmm. So um, so I give you an example. So I'm not, of course, not from here, right? So I noticed that a lot of people talk about success here mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> and that's not my thing, right? So right. someone might turn around, someone would say, oh, you're so amazing, da-da-da-da, like you're just a bad da-da-da-da. And I'm like, it was just, and I'm like, but I never wanted to be. Right. <laughs> I was focused on my goals, right? Mm-hmm. So that's just why we, everyone's perspective is different and you have to sit with your perspective you have to sit with the god perspective mm-hmm. and and one of the i was telling my friend this the other day cuz uh one of the things i always prayed was cuz i and and i want to say that i'm not over this perfectionism thing mm-hmm. I, I still work through stuff okay so mm-hmm. i'm not I'm, yeah i'm not <laughs> talking at you i i i i i'm not talking at you i'm i'm with you is i remember praying this prayer that god help me see me the way you see me mm-hmm. help me see myself mm-hmm. and if you're someone who doesn't look in the mirror then you're not seeing in yourself. If you're just rushing to brush your teeth, then you're not seeing yourself. If you're someone who's in the shower, one thing I tell my clients is get naked in the mirror. And they're mm-hmm. like, wait, what? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want people to see you, but you're not looking at yourself in the mirror. Right, right. And like, oh, but, and this is when you're going to take a chance and you're going to love and you're going to appreciate your body. You're going to appreciate you. You're going to appreciate, okay, you don't like your stomach, but you know what? It allows you to eat. You don't like your arms, okay, but it allows you to pick up things. And so now you're speaking in your, like, again, speaking life. You're in mm-hmm. the shower and you're loving on your body. So it's it's being intentional about seeing who you are, especially past your achievements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So not oh, I graduated college. No, that's what you achieved. All right, let's look at how you were able to graduate college. What are the characteristics you needed to graduate college? Mm-hmm. Things that you failed? Okay, let's look at what you were able to do to get to the point before you failed. Right. So when now we're seeing, there's a difference, you know, I always talk about, there's a difference between who you are versus what you do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we want to separate what you do, whether you're a mom, even whether you're a child of God. Like we want you to, I want you to do that. No, child of God is who you are. So don't worry about that. Um, what you do <laughs> is as a Christian on all these things, but just all your different roles in your life. Let's separate that. 
Right, right. Who are you as a person? What are your characteristics? What do you like? What don't you like? Where are your favorite places to go? What is your dreams? What were your dreams in childhood, right? Instead of focusing on this success and the achievements, because that is a lot what perfectionism is, is about performance. Let's switch it to what are the things that allow you to to get to where you are today or have allowed you and continue? What are the things that people say about you and you brush off? Mm -hmm. And so when we're doing that, we're beginning to connect to our inner selves. Now, this is going to be uncomfortable. You're not going to want to do this. Mm -hmm. But you have to be intentional and believe that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. That's good. And, you know, um, it's just so key and important what you said. When others don't do it, you have to be willing to do it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And and I, that's the most important key that I believe that um, we have to do. You know, I thought about David, you know, in the Bible, he was mm. encouraging everybody else. But when his family got taken away and killed and everything was destroyed and his household stuff was stolen and the family was destroyed. After all of that, the people were ready to stone him. They were ready to kill him. But the Bible says, but David encouraged himself in the Lord. So when he was at his lowest point and had lost everything, had lost his family, um, he had the strength enough to be able to go back through the grace of God mm-hmm. to encourage himself. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. sometimes that's what we have to do. Even on a daily basis, I train myself. Some days I get up, I'm like, oh, Lord, I don't want to do this. Or I get up and I say, oh, and then I I started training myself. But, you know, I can do all things through Christ's strength. You know? <laughs> <laughs> when I get ready to complain, I try to just find a reason to uh, praise him or reason just to yeah. uh, change it around you know and it's yeah. conscious we have to consciously yeah. do this it doesn't happen overnight it doesn't mm-hmm. um like mm-hmm. you said it's a process but if we constantly do it once you do it the more you do it it becomes a habit and then it becomes second nature then it becomes a part of you and Absolutely. so you can't just do it one time every time you have a negative self-image about yourself you have to really turn around and do like Bianca said look at the good things um mm-hmm. about who you are uh mm-hmm. you're still living when a lot of people aren't here that's yeah. a good thing you know yeah. especially after yeah. we experienced COVID-19 and all of the things like that uh and so we really have to just um look at um what we do have by the grace of God and so I think that was very important what you said as far as you know encouraging ourselves thank you because if somebody doesn't do it <laughs> yeah you have to do it to love yeah. you enough to do it, you know, yeah. I love this enough. So you have to love yourself to do it. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and I want to put this in here because um, Bianca is a therapist and if you're finding us, you know, yourself a hard time being able to do that, then it's nothing wrong with getting therapy and counseling to help you help get you over that hump. And I talk about this a lot, Bianca, because in the, in the body of Christ, a lot of times we're shamed. Mm-hmm. Uh, counseling yeah you need to get therapy we feel like Jesus yeah. do it all you know yeah. you need somebody else to help you you got the word you have the bible you know but I tell people all the time but he put others there to help us to get to the our mm-hmm. purpose and to help us to get and overcome those things that we're struggling with he'll send others to help us get through that process you know we we want to pray about everything prayer is good 
but then we have to have the necessary tools in order to help us with that prayer. And that could be therapy and that can be counseling. A lot of times it's made to look as bad if something is wrong with you. No, I say, look at counseling, look at therapy as something that's going to help you to reach your goals. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I am definitely, um, all that you said, basically, Dr. <laughs> Tiffany, I'm more, but I'm definitely an advocate being, a, a, you know, I'll share, like, there were times when I, when I was said what I was going to go and do, people would mm -hmm. look at me like, why would you do that? Mm -hmm. I mean, I had people who supported me, don't get me wrong, but I also had people looking at me like, why would you do that? Mm -hmm. And, and, and I know it's still, you know, it's taboo in general, um, but it's definitely can be taboo in the church and, mm -hmm. you know, and then I say, you know, the brain is, is, is in your body. It's not out there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, no one has a problem going to the dentist, right? Right. People don't say, wait for God to fix your teeth. <laughs> exactly. You don't have a problem going if you're in pain or taking a medication or, mm -hmm. or if you've got diabetes using your insulin, you don't say I'm not using insulin. Right. And, and your brain is part of your body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and 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 I'm gonna be honest like I feel a lot of the diseases and stuff we experience is because of our mental health and our emotional health mm -hmm. and we're not taking care of it and so the brain goes into you know it impacts our body the cortisol mm -hmm. levels and all of that and so the brain goes into survival mode and, and, and tagging a body or, you know, so mm -hmm. the brain is not separate. It's, it's, it's your biggest, most important functioning part of your brain. <laughs> Why are you not taking care of it? Mm hmm. That's so true. Especially you, you're stressing out. That's putting stress hormones like yes. in the body. Then you're gaining weight. You can't lose weight because of all this cortisol that's being yeah. you know, put on in the body, like you said, or you having headaches because you have so many concerns and things like that. So like you said, it is so important that we take care of our mental health as well. And we know next mm -hmm. month is mental health month. Um, and we need to take care of our mental health just as, well as our <laughs> spiritual health so that we're able uh, to be um, who we desire to be. And that's mm -hmm. so important. And we have to understand that. And I think if the listeners be free to be you, like you said, embrace you and don't let people affect your decisions. If you feel you need counseling, then get counseling. Don't let anyone convict you um, from doing what you feel that you need to do in order to better yourself. Yeah, I'm a very advocate of that. Well, Bianca, well, thank I thank you so much today for being a part. And I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit right quick. <laughs> Uh-oh. Okay. It's okay. But, but would you pray for the listeners um, right now that may be struggling with um, perfectionism or mm -hmm. mental health issues? Mm -hmm. And you have a powerful testimony as well. And um, I, I'm going to refer a young lady to you, but you also talk about herpes and different things like that. And, yes. um, you know, there may be others that are struggling with so many things right now. We know they yeah. are, um, but I just want to come in agreement yeah. with you right now. If you just pray for the listeners. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I'm just going to pray for you, the listener, that one of the most powerful things you could do is to see yourself. Mm -hmm. And I pray that you have the people, you have the desire within you, that God stirs up that desire, mm -hmm. that you see what he sees. Yes. That you see that you are his masterpiece. You are God's masterpiece. 
that it's not just something that's in the word, but you see it for yourself. So many yes. times we hear we're fearfully and wonderfully made, but what does that mean? Why did God choose you and pick you? Ask him. And I pray that you find the words to come to God just as you are, to come to him honestly. Yes. I thank you. If, if you are struggling with anxiety, with depression, with shame, with traumas, if you're questioning yourself or if you're blaming yourself, that you begin to see that you're having a hard time and it's not all you. It's not all your fault. There is nothing innately wrong with you. You are going through something. As, as the word of God said, there it, you will have trouble in this world. Mm-hmm. But I have given you peace. Yes, yes. And I just ask that you stand up courageously to seek that help. I can pray for healing all day long, but I want you to, I pray that you seek the healing yes you ask for the healing yes. and you take steps to get the healing of, of your of your brain yes yes that you healing your brain from the anxiety from the depression from the traumas anywhere you feel stuck you keep repeating the same patterns yes, yes we declare by the stripes of jesus you are healed remember the favor of god surrounds you like a shield yes Lord. so you are favored in your healing you are favored in the steps of healing and you are fearfully wonderful god knows every single hair on your head so it is possible for you because he does immeasurably more than you can ever imagine so when the doubts of the enemy come in you rise up yes. and you remember that you are a beloved child of god beloved yes. not yes. just not just a son not just a daughter but you are beloved and he thought of you and i thank you that you understand why you are the beloved yes you get that your own personal revelation and you walk with that and you just remember that you are the beloved and you are here for a reason regardless of what has happened to you regardless of what you have done you can come boldly to the throne of grace i just thank you for it now in jesus name amen Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Bianca. You're most welcome. Thank you, Dr. <laughs> Tiffany. I was not on the spot, but okay. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I can take anything on the spot nowadays. I had a job one time. They always put us on the fly. So <laughs> good. Good. But that was an honor. That was an honor. So thank you. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much. And listeners, um, just realize today that after, you know, out of all of this has been said, because there's been so much tools and nuggets and you'll be able to go back over this over and over again, but you just have to believe in yourself um, and believe in the God in you and believe that greater is he that is in you than mm-hmm. he that is in the world. You know, you can't do it by yourself, but the greater one that lives on the inside of you, he's able to walk with you through this. And so Bianca and I encourage you that when you feel like you are down or it feels like you have mm-hmm. to carry on the weight of the world, 
just remember that you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. And all you have to do when you know that is then, then it will be much easier to encourage yourself in the Lord. And when you yeah. need help, when you need that therapeutic counseling or that mental health encouragement, seek out that in order to help better and support where you are going, um, because that is an asset to be able to help you. And Bianca, today, for the listeners that are listening, uh, how can they get in touch with you today? Yeah, absolutely. So my website, authenticallybu.com. Um, I'm on Instagram, authenticallybu. And um, on LinkedIn, Bianca Hughes. Um, you can find me there. And then also, um, if they want to tune into the podcast, um, it didn't break me. Yeah. Um, and then I also, I think by the time this comes out, my ebook will be out. Okay. Um, it's okay to be imperfect. So you will be able to find that on my website too. Awesome. Awesome. So listeners, we'll have all of that information in the show notes. We'll have that information here at below once you listen to this so that you'll be able to directly connect to Bianca and all of her other resources. This is just one topic. Um, that we address today, but I'm sure when you go in, you'll find out there's a whole lot more um, that will be able to help you. So thank you again, Bianca, for being a part of this podcast episode. And may the Lord continue to bless your ministry. May he continue to bless your business. May he continue to expand everything around you. And may you help many people across this global nation. And so with that being said, you guys have a wonderfully blessed evening and we'll see you next time. God bless. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>